0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the tiny room. Welcome back to Michael and Benjamin's podcast. Today, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your persuasion, without Benjamin, I am the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I am joined by the man who has been called the Irish Vin Diesel. It's Shane. I have much more hair than Vin Diesel. Yes, you do. Move closer to your mic. Hello. Move your thing in there. There we go. There we go. That'll do you. Shane. Helps. uh, You've uh, you've bloody joined us as per usual when Ben's away. I, I think you meant when Ben's let you down well yeah when Ben when Ben drops the ball you're always there to catch the ball yeah you are in many ways the rock to the Michael and Benjamins podcast franchise in Ben would, I'll just put the theme music in yeah <laughs> start again go with the theme, theme music theme music for the podcast we don't actually have anything Music. But I hope someone will mix them up for us I don't want to name any names Rachel, I hope it's Rachel Okay, let's do it. Okay, Chen. Um... <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, Good such professionalism. professionalism. <laughs> Shane, there was a, not a trailer per se, but a teaser, mm. which I've just shown you. That's, that's not, have a conceit. I've just shown you the teaser for Birds of Prey. And I would describe myself as underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. It looked like it was an early 2000s music video. Yeah,
1: or a college project made by Harley
0: Quinn in the hopes that somebody might hire her. <laughs> Are you saying Harley Quinn here instead of Margot Robbie? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's it called, Shane? The film? Birds of Prey? I think it's called The Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, uh, ridiculous overlong names of films is going to be one of the themes of this week's episode. Oh, excellent. Yeah. We'll talk about the outlaw Jesse James. And his assassination by, by the, the coward, coward Robert, Robert Ford. Butler. <laughs> who's Robert Butler? Is I don't that, know. Someone I
1: know. Yeah, it might be your mate Robert Butler.
0: <laughs> oh, Rob! Robbie! <laughs> oh, Robbie B! <laughs> How could I forget? Shane, I was also underwhelmed. It looked a bit uh, fan-filmy. Yeah. Um, You know who's not happy, though? Well, <laughs> like, in general, Ooh, I, the uh, depressed. Oh, God! Feminists? <laughs> the depressed. Um... Fans of sports, no. Um, Harley Quinn cosplayers in general. Oh, because seem to like of it. the flouncy outfit. Yeah, because it's not it, the thing I have seen most recently, most commonly, most overwhelmingly on social media this week is the phrase "That's not my Harley." <laughs> But now it's women, which is very interesting. That is interesting. Because it's the kind of thing that created the mockery of the fanboy stereotype. Like, that's not my Batman. Ben would say it. That's what Ben would say. That is, Ben would say that. But now women are doing it. Isn't that interesting? It's nice. They've sunken into the same hole. We've dragged them down to our level. (laughs) Yeah. And now we'll beat them with experience. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, People are kind of begrudging changes to characters, but it's... uh, that's what happens. And
1: is it just a cosplay lashback, or is it like you know the the masturbating community that are worried as well?
0: <laughs> you pronounced masturbating quite oddly there. Um, <laughs> I suppose it is. Um, I don't really know. I uh, her her outfit in Suicide Squad wasn't that fetishy. I no, mean-
1: but remember there was that outfit, and then there was the edited in slightly longer short hot pants.
0: Oh, when she was getting changed in the prison.
1: Yeah. And, like, you could see more arse cheek in one
0: (laughs) than the other. But presumably uncomfortable for the actress. Yeah.
1: And that led to at least, like, I think there was suicide girls um, dressed up as Harley Quinn cosplay. And then there were plenty of just pictures of Harley Quinn cosplay. Mm -hmm. So if that was your thing, there was plenty
0: in the bank, so to speak. Plenty of butt cheek. Yes. And... (laughs) This has come down a weird path. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that's written in the notebook of, is birds of prey. Good. <laughs> we didn't really want to go down a masturbation fantasy route so quick. Let's talk about something else, Shane. Um, it, This came out a few weeks ago and is, looks like, liable to be the last time we're going to see Punisher on the small screen. Um but like like me i think you have also given up binge watching the marvel netflix series
1: no no <laughs> you did it out of a conscious effort to savor it yes i did it because i turned to my lady friend and went do you want to watch this with me oh, and no. she said yes right so that limits me to how much how much she'll commit to watching a tv series mm. i clearly have nothing to do with my day <laughs> and we'll watch 8 hours of television with barely a toilet break. Yeah. But she has friends and family and other things to do. So hobbies. Yeah. I ended up watching it much the same pace as you.
0: Oh. Did you
1: enjoy it? I did.
0: You know, it's gotten quite negative critical feedback.
1: Really? I didn't like the last episode. The very mm. end of it was a bit kind of oh, I will tack on an end. Up.
0: It, it, it suffered the... Yeah, oh, by the way, this it's, we're well past the statute of limitation on spoilers here, so we're going to be doing full spoilers f- for Punisher. That, that's not to say... I don't like the phrase full spoilers. It sounds like it means we're going to actually just spoil the whole thing on purpose. We're just yeah. not going to be careful. Yeah, I mean, certainly some
1: of the people who wrote the episode I didn't like spoiled it. Very <laughs> right, good, you got them. Um, <laughs> oh, they're run, they're the, run the thing, scared now.
0: The thing is, in the last episode, they did that classic... One of the things I would say is the worst thing about Netflix of the last shot of the series was the shot we all wanted to see anyway. He had the Punisher vest on and the trench coat and the two machine guns. Yeah,
1: but it looked like he was just murdering kids. He
0: was. He was. Mur- he murdered a <laughs> lot of young men in that yeah. uh, A lot of young men from underprivileged backgrounds. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm no bleeding heart. I think no. you make
1: your decisions and you have to live with them, but at some point your background does play into those decisions and maybe those lads could have been helped. Yeah. Maybe if the Punisher had organised like a fundraiser. Yeah. Set up an after-schools programme. Yeah. He could have helped them.
0: Um, what What I would say was... And um, what disappointed me was, Shane, that in the last episode, when Curtis, the Punisher's friend, k- kind of betrays the Punisher, but not really. He's trying to set him on the right path. Yeah. And he brings the senator who Punisher is kidnapped to the cop and he hands him over. And the cop asks Curtis, what's any of this got to do with Billy Russo? And then Curtis says... I don't know, nothing. <laughs> and that was the problem of the whole series. What had anything got to do with anything? Yeah, nothing. It was just two... Com- there were two things going on. Yeah, two completely unrelated plots happening at the same time. It was weird. Yeah. In in Daredevil Season 2, you had a similar thing where you had the Punisher plot and then you had the Electra plot. But at least they had the good sense to do the Punisher plot first. Wrap it up and then do the electro plot. Yeah, look,
1: I, the Punisher is a man not unlike ourselves who has plenty of enemies. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> ben, beyond. Yeah, um, that's it, pretty much. Jim's new friend.
0: Oh, Jim's new friend. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to take a bit of explaining. Maybe, we'll, <laughs> maybe we won't bother with that one.
1: Um, yeah. So the Punisher has a lot of enemies. It is not beyond. Po- the realms of possibility that two of those might get together and do a team up a team up yeah that would be fine mm-hmm. but they seem to go out of their way in this to keep these two enemies separately
0: right until the very end and that ne- never their paths meet
1: yeah meet. like if Billy Russo had been like oh this guy's chasing Frank
0: I'll help him yeah that would have been fine or hey I want to kill Frank not you yeah again. or or even if they had all just shown up at the same place and there was confusion and a three-way fight where no one really knew. Yeah. But no. There were just two things going on. Yeah.
1: It was, like, not unlike the Three Musketeers when D'Artagnan wants to fight all three of them in quick succession. But but they don't know about it. Oh, the start of the Three yeah.
0: Musketeers. No, but that's more linked.
1: Yeah, it's more linked, but not <laughs> unlike, not exactly the same. <laughs> um, this was not written by
0: Alexander Dumas. No, it wasn't. I don't know who it was written by. There was no other fate for that doctor than what happened to her. Do you remember? She was defenestrated. Oh, yeah. And that was the only thing that was ever going to yeah. happen to her. I mean, yeah. What a weird character. What a pointless character. Yeah. Right? And then she survived pointlessly. Yeah, I mean, it was a nice little bow for her to end her story by turning evil and then getting fucked out a window, but then she's alrightish, sorta. Of, yeah,
1: I mean, she might
0: face the rigors of the law. Yeah, maybe. Bit but of I arthritis. Mean, her arm will feel very sore when it's cold. Like a lot of the stuff that
1: she did and the way evidence would have been gathered around it, like none of that's going to court. A lot of people are just getting off with like a stern finger waving, and cops mm. might keep an eye on them.
0: Yeah, although they do kind of put a put a lampshade on that by saying, um, "I'll I'll let it slide that you pointed the rifle at me."
1: What about that guy? He murdered.
0: Who did he murder? The oh, guy the on the rooftop that he shot. There were a lot of mercenaries. Yeah, a lot of mercenaries got killed in that show. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people got killed again as well, which I think might be
1: like, I mean, The Punisher was always very ha- always very popular with. Uh, army veterans and it was one of those did a things a whole that, episode about it Yeah that addressed all of those you know PTSD and kind of the issues they face when they get back oh! <laughs> Um That was half dinosaur half punisher <laughs> The dinosaur punisher The Velociraptor. But uh Yeah in this one Punisherus Rex He just showed up and shot all the veterans <laughs> yeah. The main problem facing veterans in America today is the punisher shooting them <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> They led down the wrong path with the promise of money and women Yeah And then the Punisher killed them. Yeah. It was, yeah, again, Ben lied to me before and said this would be set after the snap. I heard that, yeah. Um, uh, that was just out lies because it may as well not have anything to do with superheroes. Yeah. Which actually throws back to something we're going to talk about later. But I was about to spoil it there, but I, I held my, my peace. There, there's one mention of Matt Murdock. Yeah. And otherwise, I mean, this essentially doesn't take place in the Marvel Universe, really. There's no shield because no. there's Homeland Security and the CIA and surely they would overlap with Shield somewhat. Yeah, or at the very least, Shield would be checking on their records. Exactly. Or like they could have even said when the when when someone's asked to check a database, it be Shield would pop up as well as CIA and Homeland Security. And but no, might as well be its own bloody thing. Yeah, but
1: well, the, that's one of the things I like about the Marvel universe because like. It was one of the things about the X-Men that I always looked at and I went... You're talking about the X-Men films or the X-Men... X-Men as a notion. Okay. When there's absolutely loads of them, you're mm-hmm. like, wow, life would be so different. How would normal life carry on? Yeah. Like, why Why would you? Because you'd have mutant powers. Like, I'd definitely run amok. But when there's only about 20 of them and they're off of somewhere else dealing with fantastical adventures normal life does carry on. That's kind So then of... a lunatic with a gun like Frank Castle can show up and actually make a bit of an impact yeah. in the community mm-hmm. and not have to worry about even a low-level superhero coming in and going, ah, lad, stop.
0: Yeah, although, I mean, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are still knocking around. They should have probably are they paid so them a now? No, they're back. Oh. They're back from a space. Arash! Fr- <laughs> <sparse. laughs> um, no, they're not in space anymore. They're not even in the future anymore. Um, but... Yeah, like Iron Man could have just come on. Like the gunfights in the street, you, you would have thought Spider Man would maybe go, "Hey guys, do you want to knock it off?" For yeah, it's big news. It should be big news. Ah, yeah. Look, anytime more than about
1: three people get killed, it's class as a mass shooting. Mm. Um, so I mean, it's not even big news in the in that universe. It he seems to be on the news like, oh, by the way, Frank. Castle's <laughs> Everyone knocking knows, around. yeah. Well, Frank Castle's back. We not, thought he was
0: dead, but he's not. Yet another mass shooting downtown. <laughs> Just Frankie C. Yeah. Frankie C's back killing people. Shane, speaking of uh, killing people. No, that's not great. segue. I saw a play. God. <laughs> no, it was
1: good. Oh oh, oh, oh. No, it was a good play. Um, so, did you volunteer to go and it turned out to be good? Or
0: were you dragged to it? No, I volunteered to go. Look. Knowing should, it would be good? A bit of backstory, Shane, in case people think this is a sponsored post. A friend of mine has a theatre production company called I'm Sh- nodding. yeah like yeah. a
1: man who watches plays
0: yeah exactly um, and they have put on three plays now at this stage each one with a kind of science fiction event uh, the first one was about a dating company where if you don't like how the date's going you hit a button in the middle of the table and it resets the date by wiping people's minds Interesting. The second one was about a bookshop that got a delivery of a physically impossible object and how that either triggered or was one of the symptoms of the impending end of the world. And then the most recent one, which I saw the other day, which is called So Where Do We Begin, Chain, I'm not really promoting this because it's finished, so you can't even go and see it. Wow. I just wanted to talk about it. It went to a play. It's about a site. Psychologist, it was about, but maybe Shane, it was quite good, so maybe it'll go onto a bigger stage in the future. This will be to future generations what Playboy of the Western world was to us (laughs) a a slogging obligation to get through to finish our leaving cert. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's not much of a compliment. Um, It's about Shane, a psychologist. A Jungian psychologist. Ooh, not Freudian. No, Jungian. Ooh, archetypes. Exactly. Ben would have loved it. Oh, fucking bad. The whole time I was watching it going, oh, Ben would love this. And this seat's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I hurt my back. <laughs> and I was on an uncomfortable chair. But I still enjoyed it, even even though. Um, what was I saying? Ben, yes, it's like Jungian. Just, and he, he, he gets a new patient. And this patient claims that she can steal people's memories by touching them. And then all of the memories collect in her. Not unlike the X Men character Rogue. Gotcha. And they give her all sorts of psychological issues. And then obviously, Shane, the whole thing is about is it true? Is she just a mad? Or is she is she some sort of stalker who's getting this information about him other ways? And it's a it's quite good. I would, I would recommend it. Of the three that I've seen from this theatre company, it's the one that most, it seemed to have the firmest grip on what it was, if you know what I mean. You might not because you haven't seen any of the other two. No, I, I've only seen a
1: handful of other plays.
0: What plays have you seen?
1: Well, we were dragged to Hamlet when we were doing the
0: leaving cert. Yeah, me too. Um, that was shit. Uh, no good.
1: No, I mean William Shakespeare. Yeah,
0: and all. But look, you have to look at it this way. If you are an actor, what is the a- what is the real world equivalent of doing those plays specifically for people being forced to learn Hamlet for their leaving mm-hmm. cert? The, it, oh, it can't be good for the no. good for the acting soul to be fair commercials are probably more worth they're more worthwhile the <laughs> yeah. acting soul there's a there's if you were Barry
1: Scott Hawking still bang you are more of an actor than <laughs>
0: somebody, bang
1: than somebody who is f- you know just there because students are being dragged along and have to watch Hamlet yeah anyway that was one of the plays oh yeah we uh, went end a bit there uh, a play-slash-performance-art piece oh. it was around the abortion referendum. Oh, was someone in the nude? It wasn't. It was... There was, like, gymnastics and stuff, which is what lured me in. Mm-hmm. Um, hand balancing. The bit that stri- stands out in my memory was a guy walking across a tightrope as a woman's account of her trip to England for an abortion played. Oh. And he kind of fallen, nearly fall, that kind of that balance. That's quite interesting. That, yeah, it was pretty good. Um... Then I went on a date to a different play. Oh, no. Um, that was to, to... It was a reenactment of... Do you remember the Scissor Sisters who cut up that guy? <laughs> but... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> About half our listeners are international. You're going to have to explain oh, that now. <laughs> there was a murder in Ireland some time 15 ago. 15
0: years ago? Yeah.
1: They're probably out of prison now. Yeah. Probably long out of prison. Anyway, these two sisters, uh, <laughs> they killed a guy and chopped the, him up. Their mother's boyfriend. Yes. I think he like slapped her around a bit. Yeah. Um, so they killed him Chopped him up And then they were caught And they went to prison And they but, chopped off his willy they, they chopped off lots of bits
0: Yeah Did they And they never found his head Did they not find his head There was something like
1: that Anyway The guy that they killed Was black mm-hmm. And the family was Irish Yeah uh, Like ethnically Irish um, But in this play All of the white parts Were played by black actors And all the black parts Were played by white actors What a reversal I know
0: <laughs> <laughs> That
1: was about it. Oh, okay. The, the date thing. was all right. didn't yeah. go anywhere.
0: No? No. What were we talking about? Please. Yeah, anyway, the play, the play, yeah, the play was good. It was, The play's uh, the thing in which to
1: catch the conscience ex- of the king.
0: Exactly. It was very science fiction-y, but very good science fiction. Very good. Uh, it seemed to have a very good grounding and knew what it was talking about. Anyway, Shane, speaking of things which are grounded in reality and know what they're talking about, a new trailer came out this week, which we thought, you and I, was quite enjoyable. Yes. As it starred um, many of our favourite ageing, balding action heroes.
1: Idols of ours? Yeah. Look, listeners, to be clear, I have a full and lustrous head of hair. You do? It's really a source of jealousy. Yeah. Anyway. Make as much hairier body-wise.
0: Yeah. Why do people want to know why you know that about me? (laughs) I have a back of a hairy angel. Yeah. There's like little wings. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we're talking about Hobbes and Shaw. Yes, Excellent. Or to throw back to what we were saying earlier with uh, The Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, we're talking about The Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. which is actually the full name of is this it movie. Really cool? Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Fast and the Furious sounds like it should be wearing a suit. The Fast and the Furious, uh, even the Fast and the Furious series doesn't know whether it's called The Fast and the Furious or Fast and Furious. Yeah, well, it started off as. The Fast and the Furious. Yes. Yeah. But people called it Fast and Furious. But then
1: it became Fast and Furious. Yes. Or Too Fast, Too Furious. Well, was do the we. Second
0: are we, we going to. Okay, well, well, let's. The names have always changed. Let's talk about Hobson and Shaw first. Okay, let's. Then talk. we'll get back to that. Shane. Are you excited for the film Hobson Shaw? I am. <laughs> Would you say you're inordinately excited for the film Hobson Shaw? I am actually
1: giddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've slowly lost interest in the Marvel movies. It, like like we talked about before when I showed up, I think those, those comic movies, they've kind of plateaued in terms of my interest. But if okay. there's a real good one, I'll get excited about it.
0: Infinity War. Oh, you didn't really like that, did you? No, I didn't. What, one, what was the last one that you thought was a real good one? Ragnarok? Uh,
1: yeah, Ragnarok was probably the last one I thought was a real good one.
0: Side Ragnarok news, uh, Toy Leak today from um, uh, uh, Amazon Canada, I think. They're doing a Korg action figure, finally. Excellent. Very excited. Oh, it's I've made of it. rocks. Perishable <laughs> rocks. Um, yes, plateaued. Interest yeah, has plateaued. So
1: plateaued. But my interest in Fast and Furious movies has not yet
0: plateaued. So it's, it's very interesting, Shane, that you've said that because I've written that here in my notes. Isn't it interesting that The Fast and the Furious is this massive, global, huge, made more than $5 billion at the box office, hitting us every two years. And it's one of the few of these huge blockbuster franchises that people aren't vocally fed up with.
1: Yeah, I think the only other one that I could think of is Mission Impossible. Yeah, like you bring out a new James Bond, and you have your critics that you know it's stuck in the past. Yeah, it's not
0: maybe this. Maybe it's time for yeah. to hang up. The why James isn't he Bond. black? Yeah, you know, why isn't he a woman? Yeah, um, Transformers. Every Transformers film, the, the most overriding sentiment was, eh, that'll probably do now, lads. We'll, yeah, I we'll saw Bumblebee. Bumblebee's quite good, though, yeah, isn't it? They took you from work one day, went and saw Bumblebee. <laughs> John Cena in it, in a kind of inconsequential role. That, they're the best roles for John Cena. Yeah. Um, Transformers, every time a Transformers came out, people wanted it to end. Even the relative... You could divide superhero movies into superhero movies and Marvel superhero movies. And Marvel superhero movies... Almost consistently high quality, but when superhero movies come out, people say it's not enough superhero movies now. But then, even when Marvel movies come out, people say, "Isn't that enough Marvel movies now?" And for some reason, told your story exactly. But for some reason, the bloody the Fast and the Furious is immune to those criticisms. People never say, "Come on now, isn't that enough of them?"
1: Yeah, a lot of people, the kind of people who say things like, "Isn't that enough of." They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> what they don't realise is that these films sort of changed focus about
0: halfway through. The Fast and Furious, you Yeah. Mean. But they, no one says that about them. No,
1: they don't realise because they're idiots.
0: Okay. Sensible people do. <laughs> and we'll that's what about, we're going to talk about. Yeah, no, we're going to talk about Hobbs and Shaw first, though. Yeah. Shane, probably the biggest thing to note in this is that they have flat out categorically introduced science fiction. Yeah, straight up. They yeah. introduced a supervillain. And he is essentially, Idris Elba is the Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah, maybe stronger.
0: Do you think he's stronger? I don't know. He The the most impressive thing he does is punch a, punch a, a metal thing.
1: That seemed to be the armoured door of a truck.
0: Yeah, I think the Winter Soldier could punch through the armoured door of a truck. You reckon? I think he could.
1: Now we have to, like, we watched one of the ones with the rock. Mm-hmm. They all blend into one, really. <laughs> and the rock in a pit of a peak of frustration a pit of of frustration yes punches a metal wall and dents it quite significantly so men in this universe are a good deal stronger than men in our universe yeah
0: because I've punched a wall and hurt my hand yeah and I'm reasonably strong
1: yeah I kicked a wall once and hurt my hand
0: (laughs) (laughs) was that a on purpose non sequitur there yeah Yeah. okay very good that was funny um (laughs) So, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw looks great though. Yeah. Um my favorite moment in the entire trailer is the bit where they're about to jump out of the window and then and then my personal hero Jason Statham doesn't jump out the window and instead the rock jumps out and look the face that the rock makes <laughs> as he's falling down. It's just pure pure gold. Yeah. Pure yeah. gold. Absolute gold. Do you worry that the trailer has shown us the entire film? No.
1: Um These are not films that I'm going to worry about figuring out the ending to. Right. Like, I think the ending will probably be a bit off the wall. Yeah. There'll be a ridiculous chase, Mm -hmm. uh, plenty of back and forth, where you think it should end. There'll probably be a little bit more after that. Mm -hmm. But, like, I mean, the good guys are
0: going to win. Yeah. And not only are the good guys going to win, it's probably going to redeem Idris Elba's character, just a tiny bit, so yeah. they can bring him back to fight a bigger threat in a future film. Oh, oh would you like that? Oh, I would. The Rock, Rosella, and Jason Statham fighting. Yeah, who would they fight though? I don't know. It would have to be. It would have to be someone very charismatic and very past their Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, that would be very good. <laughs> Wouldn't
1: that be good? I'd like to see them fight like. The Tom Cruise collateral-type character. Yeah. Real suave man of mystery with superpowers.
0: Yeah, everyone should have superpowers now. So, Shane, what we've done is, in honour of uh, the Hobson Shaw trailer and our kind of general excitement about um, Fast and Furious, we're going to take a look at the the Fast and the Furious franchise. Ooh. I've said that wrong. The Fast and the Furious franchise. I said the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> and... We're going we're gonna to basically track their inevitable decline or rise into being science fiction films. Yeah. So we'll start, Shane, with, I don't even remember when it came out, was it 2003? Oh, God knows. It feels like it's always been there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was around 2003. The Fast and the Furious, Shane, originally envisaged, believe it or not, as a Paul Walker film. Yeah, you could see where they were going with that. Because mm-hmm. two certainly ran with that Paul Walker baton. Exactly. Because the first one was written, was was produced and written to be a Paul, Wa- pardon the pun, to be a Paul Walker vehicle. Very clever. <laughs> Such fun. But the studios, oh, those studios, Shane, those interfering studios, they got a dose of the panics and thought, hmm, Paul Walker might not be.
1: See, the thing about Paul Walker that people forget now is yeah, now that, that
0: he's famous for being dead
1: yeah but when Paul Walker first hit the scene, he was like a young Paul Newman, like those those burning blue eyes, <laughs> like the ocean. you like the ocean
0: <sighs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, um so the studio went I, we're not too we're not too sure about this. let's get him a strong support yeah, and that's where the a idea thing f- foil, yeah, but that's where the idea for Vin Diesel came from. Not the idea for Vin Diesel. (laughs) The idea for Vin Diesel came from Vin Diesel's parents. And then I think a little bit of Vin Diesel himself. Yeah. Because Vin Diesel is definitely a character that whatever his real name is has created. But Shane produced on a budget, if you will, of 38 million. Wow. Pittance. A pittance in today's money. And it made 207 million only. That's a good return on your investment. It's a very good return on your investment. It wasn't my personal investment, oh, obviously. I'm, pity. I wasn't Imagine you'd gotten in at the ground floor of the <laughs> Fast know, and the Furious franchise. I know. Oh, I'd be rolling in action figures. Yeah. I wouldn't be toiling away in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fruitlessly. You'd be invited onto podcasts as a guest. I have been. I'll talk about that later. Um, anyway, what am I talking about? Yes, first one. Shane, the first one. Real, I mean, it's not realistic. It's not. But it is a street racing crime film yeah and most of the
1: things that happen in it while maybe not the thing that would happen most often not too improbable yeah like if you threw a car at a curb 20 or 30 times maybe that one time it would flip the way it flips in the
0: yeah that kind of thing and it's almost bizarre to talk about it now but in the opening heist in the first film they're stealing DVD players (laughs) 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 They're stealing DVD. This is the franchise, which in the trailer for the latest one, has a line, I'm I'm trying to save the world. I've done it four times. I'm pretty good at it. In the first film, it opens with them stealing DVD players. Yeah. Absolutely bizarre. Then, but pretty realistic. Yeah. Based on a, a, I learned this on Wikipedia the other day, based on a documentary. Oh. I I think I... I knew that in the back of I think it's called Racer X or something about street racing in New York. And they said, we can make a film with this with Paul Newman. And Mm -hmm. someone said, Paul Newman's either dead or old. Yeah. And they said, he makes sauce now. (laughs) Who who can we get instead? So then, right, Shane, Vin Diesel. (laughs) This is brilliant. (laughs) Vin Diesel thought he was too big to come back for the sequel.
1: Yeah. But Um, then
0: then he made shit like Babylon AD. Babylon AD, Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles Riddick was great. Chronicles Riddick is great, but not a real commercial success. Not what audiences like. No, just us. What Vin Diesel fans like. Yeah, exactly. Um, So instead, they continued. And at the time, it wasn't weird that they continued with um, Paul Walker as the lead and a new supporting cast. Because Paul Walker was the lead. Yeah. And isn't it ironic then, in a sense, that the likes of Tyrese... Tyrese Gibbon, Gibson... Gibson, Gibbon? yeah. Getting a bit antsy about The Rock and uh, and Jason Tatham stealing their limelight. Have yeah. You, have you followed that? I have a bit.
1: He he really doesn't like The Rock. But isn't he in quite a lot of debt? Is he? And he was just... like He really wanted to get paid and he was quite upset that they hadn't made a movie with him in it. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> they'd made this spin-off movie. Oh, no. There might have been a bit of self-interest mm.
0: to that. But anyway, into... It's really, it's a very logical continuation of one. Yeah. and well, Vin Diesel has gone off.
1: Yeah. Paul Walker continues his day job as some sort of law enforcement agent. Some sort it. of
0: undercover car driving cop. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not much to say about it. No. Really. Other than it introduces the two... Eva Mendes is in there? Eva Mendes is in it. She does a little cameo in... Five? Five? <laughs> wasn't oh, no. F- yeah. It wasn't four. We watched four.
1: Yeah, it was five. It's, but it's just at the end when... Hobbes goes back at the end of Five and there's something else mentioned and put on his desk. It's oh, by Eva Mendes. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, that's, when he, that's how he learns that Letty's alive. Yes. Which is the driving plot of Six. Yeah. Um, Letty's alive? Letty's alive, alive, alive. That's a Flash Gordon reference there, if anyone's wondering. Then, Shane, easily the best of the series, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> was it? No, it's not great. That oh, was shit. 85 million budget, though. And it only made 158 million. See, they were they were tanking. They really were. And it's really interesting because... Like, Tokyo Drift, they just slapped the name
1: Fast and the Furious on it. It had nothing to do with Paul Walker or the other two movies.
0: No, it wasn't the Paul Walker film at all. Although, they did do... Have you heard the story of the Vin Diesel cameo? At the very end of it?
1: Mm-hmm. Where Han was family?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Familia. La Familia. Um Vin Diesel agreed to do that cameo um, because he wanted the movie rights to the Riddick movies. And... Vin Diesel's crazy. He's brilliant. He's living the life. So he did that for no payment. He did that cameo for the rights to Riddick. It's brilliant. What a shrewd investor. He's a a legend. (laughs) But the funny thing was, that cameo... Is what reinvigorated the series. Yeah.
1: It was the only thing that tied it to the other two. The only thing that tied it, but also... Plus, he had a different style of driving. It yeah. wasn't like muscle cars <laughs> going a drifting. quarter mile.
0: It was, but it was weird because it wasn't a beloved series. No. But for some reason... I think at that point, people were like, why? Yeah, I know. <laughs> why another one? Uh, for some reason, it clicked with people. People were excited to see... Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, back in the seats. Yeah. Why? 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 It doesn't make sense. If you follow the trajectory of the films, right, one of our other favourite film series, Shane, is the movie series Underworld. Yes. And if you remember, Underworld won probably in the kind of similar budget and profit margin of, of Fast and Furious won. Yeah, you know, probably cost about maybe twenty or thirty million and made about a hundred. I don't know. Yeah, that's off the top of my head. Most of that money was spent on pants. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> Kate Beckinsale kept ripping pants. Kate Beckinsale um, was in hospital earlier this week. Yeah, she had a burst ovarian cyst. Yeah, that's this, horrible. It's getting real poor. Kate, poor Kate Beckinsale. Podcasts best wishes going to Kate. Yeah, you're, that's very nice. If you're of listening second fast second underworld film direct sequel to the first without uh, without Michael. Who was the kind of yeah. support character? That was because of some sort of love triangle? Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There was something there. The yeah. director. She. It she... doesn't matter. Um, Len then... Wiseman. Len
1: Wiseman, a name?
0: I think. Isn't that from The Simpsons? Dude, no, that's Les Wynan.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. you might be a rugby player. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <Old> Lenny W. <laughs> um, but anyway, third film, a prequel with oh, Rhonda Mitra. Yeah, the delightful Rhonda Mitra. Instead of Kate Beckinsale. So if you follow Shane, very similar kind of progression of, of, of storytelling. Yeah. And uh, not storytelling and just Kate Beckinsale
1: just appearing at the end.
0: Exactly. Although Kate Beckinsale appeared in stock footage, not a yeah. uh, refilm camera. But anyway, that didn't reignite the fans' passion. People didn't say, oh thank God. Hopefully in four it ignited Both. my passion yeah, a it. bit. <laughs> that scene just off the edge of the cliff. I don't remember oh. Underworld 3 very well.
1: Ronamitra and Michael Sheen, mm-hmm. Tony Blair, if you will. Yeah. Uh, had sex just, just off the edge of the cliff. Ew, ew. She's waiting him to the cliff while he's half off. He's like,
0: I'm king of the world. I did not remember that. <laughs> I'll look it up later. I'll watch that later. Um But yeah, you would think if if the Underworld film, the Underworld series, had followed the trajectory of the Fast and Furious films. People would have been so excited about the concept of of An extended Celine universe, and yeah, and Celine being back in the fourth one, and then the fourth one would have been basically just a ridiculously higher stakes remake of the first one. Yes, which actually, when you think about it, is what Underworld Four was.
1: They've kind of blended into one mushy nonsense, which in my is head. what Fast and Furious does. Oh,
0: different stories. <laughs> so Shane, this is where we kind of come back into Fast and Furious because we watched four. Yeah, and it is the just... fourth
1: movie now, not four of the movies. No,
0: well, we've seen them all. Yeah, we have, multiple times, but we watched and at home four, which is officially called Fast and Furious. Yeah. So they took out the "the's" and they they had a very similar opening sequence to the extent that you were confused. Yeah, I wasn't sure. You were like, I think we're watching the wrong one. <laughs> You'd had a couple of beers, to I be asked. honest. <laughs> to be fair,
1: they were Coronas. They, they were... were in keeping with the movie. Yeah. This um, was a themed experience. We did.
0: It was on Insta.
1: We, we wore and... wife beaters.
0: Mm. I still have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you we were manky. <laughs> I'm a smelly, smelly, man. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we going? <laughs> yes. Four. High stakes. What were we... Did anything surprise you in Four. Uh, I know something did surprise you for yes. a fact because you you let out a gasp of exclamation. Gal Gadot was in Gal Gadot it. was in a chain. Neither of us knew that until until well, actually, my lady friend was with us and she spotted Gal Gadot's picture on screen and she said, "Is that Gal Gadot?" And we almost in unison said, "Don't be ridiculous, Gal Gadot's not in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's Michelle Rodriguez." And then Gal Gadot appeared and we looked quite the pair of plums. Yeah. Like, that was when nobody knew who Gal Gadot was. Nobody knew. She was just a skinny woman with no bra on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very apt description of her. Very skinny. It it throws back to when she was cast as Wonder Woman and people said, no, she's way too skinny. Yeah. They kind had a point. They did. If Wonder Woman looked like what Gal Gadot looked like in Fast and Furious 4, she would not be a convincing Wonder Woman. No. And her nipples would probably show through her bustier. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I wouldn't say a great film. No. But yet, reignited people's passion in a way Underworld Brood Wars was unable Uh, to do. How much did it make? Or have you written that down? No, I have. 363 million. On a budget of? Don't know. Do we know? Probably 100. Yeah, they blew up a couple of trucks. They did. And uh, there was a lot of CGI and a lot of Mexican Labor? Scenery Scenery Oh Border walls uh, The language of Mexico They did to be fair They Premonist mm-hmm. A border wall And just went under it Yeah they just drove under it In a heroin tunnel <laughs> um, But then Shane That one A heroin tun- tunnel That looked like it had been Cut out And propped by dwarves From Lord of the Rings <laughs> Yeah It looks just... actually There was a Sega Saturn game I used to play Called Shining the Holy Ark And <laughs> This is very obscure but in that game, you start in a mine, and it looked exactly like that mine. It's called Desire Mine.
1: Shine in the holy ark and Desire Mine. Yeah. It's a good game. Um, bit of
0: a... That's a religious thing. It's weird. Is there a theme there? Yeah, it's weird. Um, what are we doing? We're talking about... Four. Yes. So four. Still not a superhero film, though. No. Getting to the point, though, where
1: physics is starting to matter less and less. Vin sooner. Diesel
0: can hold a man out a window with one arm. Yeah. So just by the leg? Yeah, and you can catch a bloody falling engine block. Yeah. With one hand at the last
1: second. Uh, if either of us had tried that, we would have killed a man. Yeah,
0: for sure. And sprained a wrist. Yeah. And just again, Shane, I'd like to point out we are quite strong. We are. We're definitely
1: prob- stronger than the average man.
0: Yes. Probably in the top 5% of the population. Yeah. Maybe even higher.
1: I don't know. you got those pesky power lifters. Yeah, but they're probably one percent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, suffice it to say, most of the listenership were stronger then. Yeah. So take it from us.
0: <laughs> what Vin Diesel does is not really possible. No, physically impossible. But then, number five. Wow. They drop the bomb of The Rock.
1: The Rock comes in. See, it, it had been flagging. The Rock was, like, I well, definitely remember at
0: the time that The Rock was brought in to add a bit of oomph to it. Here's the thing, though. You say some it, interest. You say it had been flagging, right? Fast and Furious won 207 million. Too Fast, Too Furious, 236 million. Tokyo Drift, 158 million. Uh, fast and Furious, four, 363 million. The highest of the series so far. But then, bloody five blows that out of the water with 625. So nearly double. Yeah. Just because worth of, every penny. Just because of The Rock and the continuing hands in it. Yeah. We were discussing this yesterday. And Han is
1: also in four. He's just at the start where, he...
0: and at the start of four, Vin Diesel says to Han, "Maybe it's time for you to go back to Tokyo." And Han says, "Okay." <laughs> and then we're to to believe he dies. Yeah, but then five this. suspends that because Han's in it, and then six suspends it again because Han is still in it. So they just keep pushing that, that timeline. That back. actor
1: must have been delighted. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. like, can you imagine?
1: Dying in just what you can what you think is a normal action film. Yeah. A run the male you're in car like racing film.
0: Three sequels. Mm. And your girlfriend is Gal Gadot. Yeah. Not his real girlfriend, no. but in the film. Um, because Shane, I remember when we saw Five. Despite having seen all the films, I still had to keep asking you who's she? <laughs> Who are those two? I, I, for the life of me, I had to look up on Wikipedia. Which film introduced Tyrese Gibbons? Gibson? <laughs> Gibson. Tyrese Gibson. Which film introduced Ludacris? Yeah. Which film... In- I didn't look up Gal Gadot because I assumed she was just introduced in five, but she wasn't. She's there. She's in four. Yeah. It's not Michelle Rodriguez. Um, Shane, would you argue that these films commit one of the egregious crimes that we've talked about in pop culture on this podcast quite a bit of fridging.
1: Would I argue that? Well, yeah. Well,
0: you probably wouldn't. Would would I? No, I don't (laughs) care. You don't care? Because Letty is killed in four. Or is she? Or is she? Well, no, she is. In four. In in four, she's dead. Uh, But she's killed to motivate Vin Diesel. Then in eight... Spoilers, obviously. Elena is killed <laughs> to motivate Vin Diesel. Yeah. His girlfriends keep getting killed specifically to motivate him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people would argue that that's... I wouldn't
1: go to Angela Lansbury's house for a, an evening meal. <laughs> I would not go out with Vin Diesel in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, you'd end up a bit dead. I don't know that that was a ne- that mightn't have been fridging so much as a bit lazy because when he thought Letty was dead, he had a relationship with this one. And he was, you know, in that position we've all found ourselves in, where we've two girlfriends on the go. <laughs> so tricky. So tricky. So it's easier to kill one of them. <laughs> That's not to suggest either myself or Mick have killed anyone.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, well now we're in trouble. Um. So yeah, five. It's pretty good, actually. But I think retrospectively, it's the beginning of the it becoming a superhero heist, a superhero yes. espionage franchise, not a not a, a car film anymore. Yeah. They have to keep coming up with ridiculous ways to use cars.
1: Yeah. Well, I said it last night. When you're a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Mm. And when you're a 10 second driver. Yeah. Every problem looks like you could probably just run
0: a car over it. Yeah. Yeah. You could have said every problem looks like a quarter mile. Oh. Do you want to do that again? I'm not going to edit it out. I just think you should do it again. (laughs) For the 30
1: second insta clip. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good point, too. Just go and say it. Every problem looks like a 10 second mile, quarter mile. (laughs) I know I've made it worse.
0: (laughs) You made a ball to that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, right. Yeah. um, Where are we? We're on six. I don't remember anything about six. Uh, Six is. The Rock is
1: there, and he needs to go up against Owenshaw. Owenshaw. Yes. a, an evil Britishman.
0: Yes, as they so often are.
1: Oh, so often.
0: Um, probably pro-Brexit. <laughs> Do you think he would have voted Brexit? Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you think Dexter De- Deckard, Deckard Shaw would have voted for Brexit? He probably can't vote. He's probably yeah. not a real person anymore. Yeah, he's he doesn't exist. He's disavowed, isn't
1: he? Well, he was MI6 anyway, so it's probably not the kind of thing that if you're in M- MI6, you try and get on the electoral register.
0: Yeah, So a good point.
1: I've, I've moved a Can you change my address there on the... Uh... On the electoral um, register. Yeah, it's just I move a lot because I'm with MI6, yeah. so you'll need to correct that. And
0: then the registrar knocks on your door and says, can I just ask who's living here? And you say, Dick or Choi, MI6? And they say, yeah. oh, good. Then you have to move again. Yeah, <laughs> they pull out a gun because they're not the electoral <laughs> register. They're assassins. From um, Russia, probably. From Russia, obviously. Um, but yeah, 6 six is the one where it's, it's a Mission Impossible film, but with cars. Yeah. But what's really interesting about 6 is it's
1: that Mission Impossible film with cars wait, no, that was five. Remember they spent so much time in five <laughs> practicing the heist with cars? Yeah. And then that safe got moved so they didn't need to do it with cars? Yeah. Like they but had, they still did it with cars. They did, but like they had this whole course set up and nobody mm-hmm. could get through it in the right time and without mm. cameras picking them up. Mm-hmm. And it was just this pointless 20 minutes of,
0: we'll try this. No, that didn't work. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. That's one of the things about Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, because it's not really a Fast and Furious film, doesn't have to rely too much on, on cars. On cars. It's kind I of free will. Though. It might
1: Like you'll have cars in there For the You know The fans Yeah It'd be It'd be like making a Marvel movie And not having uh, Like a stinger at the end Kind of thing
0: Well Unless you've described Basically there The Punisher The series
1: It wasn't a Marvel movie
0: No I know But it was a Marvel thing Yeah but With no reference To any other superheroes Yeah And that upset people Me mostly Mostly you Um, Yeah Seven though Shane doesn't ring any really bells for me. Seven was the introduction of...
1: was the Yeah, they were up against... Oh, that's where they're fighting Deckard Shaw. Yeah, Statham. Yeah, Statham's great, isn't he? The interesting thing about Seven that you pointed out to me was, if you look at it from the point of view of Statham, mm-hmm. here's a man whose brother has been hurt by this group and he goes out to seek vengeance. It's yeah. a pure Statham movie. Yeah, it's did just, I say that? Yeah, pretty... you were very insightful. Oh, wow, that doesn't sound like me.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you look at it from his point of view and he's the good guy. Yeah. He's just going up against these guys. Yeah, we did kill Han kind
0: of in a bad guy way. Yeah, he kind of ambushed Han. Yeah. But, I mean, Iron Man kills people. Yeah. All the time.
1: Oh, lots of people kill people. Yeah. Not us. Not us, never. Never. never' speaking.
0: But, yeah, because if you think about it, we learned then in 8 that Deckard Shaw's brother was kind of blackmailed by Cypher. Yeah. So that's what made him a baddie. He was always a bit of a loose unit.
1: Yeah. And if this film has taught us
0: anything, it's that family is
1: important. Familia. My familia. <laughs>
0: um, but then, yeah. And then, so she, she, he gets manipulated into being a baddie by a bigger baddie. And then as far as Deckard Shaw is concerned... A group of different baddies kill his brother. Yeah. Or, well, seriously injure his brother. Although he recovers pretty well. Yeah. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. My, Only, my yeah, back would... and knee hurt more from yeah. minor injuries than he looked like in eight.
1: Yeah, he looked all right.
0: <laughs> Grand <laughs> Um, Yeah. But then eight.
1: The rehabilitation of Deckard Shaw.
0: It's, it's basically a Statham and the Rock movie. Idiot, there, it? there is a point where you're kind of going, do we really need Hobson Shaw, the film? I think we do. Well, we definitely do, because we we're very excited do. about it. But what I'm saying is that a lot of Hobson Shaw looks like it's going to be a retread of this.
1: Yeah, I, they... They can gloss over being so openly hostile. Although, mm-hmm. to be fair, that only took eight, about three or four minutes to Three resolve. or four minutes. They help
0: each other lift an engine. Yeah. And then they insult each other and everything's fine. Yeah. And you Jason only... Statham does a kind of creepy smile. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he what he says to The Rock that makes them both laugh. But it's... It's, it's, they, it's touching. They, yeah. And they, they, they do their prison escape. Their prison escape is... We were talking about this, Shane, and you brought it up earlier. This is where they introduce... This is the real introduction of superheroes into this series. Yeah.
1: They are moving with the agility and speed of Captain America.
0: Easily. Like, The Rock... What's his name? Luke Hobbs. He's punching through metal. He's picking a man up with one hand. He's getting shot repeatedly with rubber bullets. Laughing off rubber bullets. Yeah. Uh, He leaps off a third-story gangplank, bounces off a fence lands on two feet and doesn't break stride when he keeps running. Yeah, that would have sprained an ankle. That would. It would. I mean, I've got osteoarthritis in my right ankle from doing
1: stupid things like that. We're both, as we said, athletic enough (laughs) for men in their mid-30s. Yeah. Younger than The Rock. Younger Younger and lighter than The Rock. Considerably lighter than The Rock. Mm And yeah, we definitely would have at least sprained an ankle in that prison break. Yeah, for sure. Definitely wouldn't have gotten up on the first obstacle.
0: No. Would have fallen over it. There's a thing as well where, um, yeah, by having the rock in it, they're basically admitting that the laws of physics don't matter too much anymore.
1: But even in five, when the rock went into, or no, not five, six, when the rock goes (laughs) in to interrogate that guy, he picks him up and holds him up on the ceiling. Very difficult.
0: So difficult. The rock is big, though. I mean, he could pick a... I could pick a small man up and hold him on the ceiling. In a low-ceilinged room. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: We might need to find a small man to test this. I
0: reckon I... Let's say we got a 50-kilo man. Do such men exist? Are, <laughs> are they really men? Are they really men? I could pick a 50-kilo man up and pin him to the ceiling. I'm pretty sure. But... And then if you multiply me by two, you'd probably get The Rock. <laughs> Approximately. Yeah, right. So The Rock might be able to pick up a 70 or 80 kilo man and hold him over his head. Maybe. Does he do it with one hand? He might do it with one hand. It might be with one hand. Yeah, which is even Certainly more improbable. He picks people up by the neck yeah, with, one with one hand. Yeah, with one. Very improbable. Yeah, unlikely. Yeah. Even your second girlfriend. Could <laughs> quickly little it there. Um, yeah, so... It's, it's, but now it's full on 100% just a science fiction series. Yeah. Do you think that this, that this Hobson Shaw movie kind of budding from the Fast and Furious franchise like a yeast, would you then, Shane, do you think you are more interested in following that or the main line of the franchise?
1: Mm. You think this could set up two sects of a future religion?
0: It could or could it go down the Star Wars route and kind of oversaturate the market I don't know because who would have ever thought Star Wars films would start to fail me yeah well you never really liked Star Wars I hate Star Wars <laughs> um,
1: I don't know I think in terms of the Fast and the Furious you assemble an ensemble cast Gal Gadot Gal Gadot uh, Tyrese Ludacris those two guys with the weird hair who can't speak proper English yeah I don't
0: know their names see you've assembled Natalie Emanuel
1: you've assembled a lot of a cast there that no one really cares about right and a, people a care huge, about Gal Gadot there's not a huge investment in the backstory but mm-hmm. Gal Gadot's
0: dead in the movies now but she fell into an inky blackness uh, there's no body there isn't she's no more dead than Letty
1: uh, she was dead enough that Hannah had to go back to Tokyo
0: yeah, but there's no body. If there's no body in the Fast and the Furious, they're not dead.
1: Um, but what I'm saying is, you've assembled like if Statham and The Rock, who are the most memorable characters coming out of the last few movies, mm-hmm. don't go back to make an additional Fast and Furious, the weight of this rests on Vin Diesel's mighty shoulders. Exactly. You don't have Paul Walker there to ground the story with Vin Diesel. No. So you have to have this. Ensemble cast that nobody cares about. They're... Except Tyrese, because he's poor.
0: <laughs> they are kind of the B-listers. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's the B-listers who are left.
1: So you've got this A-lister go off. Um, at some point, I think, The Rock called Vin Diesel a candy-ass. And the filming of one of the more <laughs> recent ones <laughs> for not wanting to do his own stunts or not yeah. doing scenes enough. Or s- there was something like that. And that developed a bit of a split. It was a tester to see how many people would actually go watch a Hobbs and Shaw movie mm-hmm. without how many people took the sides. Um, but without Hobbs and Shaw in the movie, two well-developed characters that people care about, you've only got Vin Diesel.
0: And Tyrese. Yeah. And, like And poor Mila Vin Chris. Diesel's
1: sister is now written out of it because she's off playing make-believe happy families with Paul Walker. Yeah,
0: he's dead in real life. Yeah.
1: So... I think these movies might be the future. The Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. When I Vin mean, Diesel sees how much they're making, uh-huh. it might be a case that he just comes along and joins them. Just joins Hobbs and, and Shaw.
0: Tyrese. Get rid of Tyrese. Yeah. Get rid of Ludacris. Maybe he could die in the next one.
1: Yeah. We could fridge Tyrese. Yeah,
0: that'd be nice. Would. If you kill off Tyrese and then... That gives Natalie Emanuel's character reason to go on a rampage. Yeah, that's a great idea.
1: When you do go through the list of supporting characters, though, you have to acknowledge how inclusive the Fast and the Furious is. Very much so. There's women.
0: Yeah. There's people of ambiguous ethnicity.
1: Yeah. Minorities. It goes all over the world and everybody, all the cultures that they visit are seen to... uh, are seen to have stories of their own. There are things going on.
0: Yeah. Brazil is full of criminals.
1: Yeah. And one or two good cops. Yeah. <laughs> might be accurate based on words I've had with a Brazilian person.
0: Wow. Okay. Nice. Um,
1: <laughs> and of course, that tiny cl- minority, balding men in their middle years. Yeah. They're great. Great. They're the best. Uh,
0: but in Hobson Shaw though, Shane, imagine if you were to do Hobson Shaw 2, where they team up to take down Charlize Theron. Who is still out there. Who's still out there, exactly. But they team up with Hobbs Shaw, Idris Elba turned good, and Gal Gadot, who wasn't killed. And it's maybe bionic? A little bit bionic, maybe, yeah. A bionic arm. Yeah, she has a bionic arm. She can pick the rock up by his neck. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, it writes itself. (laughs) Let's write it. Okay, let's wrap it up there, Ben. Oh, you're not not Ben. Let's wrap it up there, Bane. Oh no, that's a character. Uh oh no, we always stumble on this bit because Ben does this bit and yeah. then I don't know how to do it. Um, so what? So thanks...
1: if anybody wants to get in contact with us, it's PO Box one four seven eight. Send a stamped
0: address envelope, and we'll get back to you. And we are on Instagram. Shane, stop being disruptive. (laughs) I find this difficult enough. We're on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, the best thing you can ever possibly do for the podcast is to leave a nice review with a five star. Uh, that gets us really up there in the rankings you see and that means more people will hear us we're on Spotify get the message out get the message out there Um, we're on SoundCloud follow us there on SoundCloud or or YouTube if you're on YouTube leave us a comment down below you're probably not on YouTube very few people are watching on YouTube anymore it's all about uh, it's all about podcast hosting now Um, if you want to contact us uh, the best way is probably Instagram at Michael and Benjamin's Podcast or Michael and Benjamin's Podcast at gmail.com let us know what your favourite Fast and Furious moment was or is or has been or could be or could be let us know would you fall into the Hobson Shaw camp or the mainstream Fast and Furious camp which one would you go to see if you only were allowed to see one and Greek, if you,
1: Greek Orthodox Fast and Furiousness
0: yeah or if let's say you were to go see Hobson Shaw 2 Vin Diesel would turn up at your house angry at you but if you were to go to see Fast and Furious 9 The Rock and Jason Statham would show up at your house angry at you I know which one I'd pick <laughs> That was very confusing. <laughs> All right, bye.
1: Check out Podcast Wonker.
0: Uh, <laughs> I forgot.